So to be completely honest with you, I've been a little bit hesitant actually to give the talk that I'm about to give today. And it's taken me probably a month, I want to say, to uh, get around to doing it simply because what we're about to talk about is uh, hard to believe, actually. It's hard to believe. And I, I know no matter, um, no matter what I say, there's going to be a large percentage of people who still simply don't believe it. And yet it's the truth. It's the truth. And so I have to share it with you in the spirit of simply sharing the truth, because when you understand this, those who actually do understand it um, and come to know it, it, it's so profound that it's, it's life changing. And so as a backdrop to the talk that I, I'm about to give, I'd like to share a really quick um, Michael Jordan quote with you, actually, from an interview that Ahmad Rashad did with him in 1993. So this is like peak MJ. And Ahmad Rashad is interviewing him, I believe, during the Bulls' third title run in the playoffs. And his question to MJ was, was pretty simple. He said, like, are you satisfied? Are you satisfied with the level that you've reached? And um, more than that, like, do you think you can actually go any further? Do you think you can master the game any more than you already have? And Michael's response was not what you'd expect. You know, you, um, knowing him, you would expect him to say, like, I'm never satisfied. There's always another level. And yet what he said was really interesting. He said, physically, I actually think I'm at my limit. Physically, I'm at my limit. So his skills and his athleticism, he felt, were pretty much peaked out. He said, mentally, there's all of this open space that I still don't understand, but I'm trying to learn. So physically, he's totally maxed out, or he feels he's totally maxed out, he's at his limit, and uh, as we know, like in, a, in the arc of his career, that pretty much was his peak physically. Mentally, there's still so much he doesn't understand. And so we will use that quote as a backdrop because it's, it's very popular to look at um, Michael Jordan and his competitiveness and the like psychotic competitiveness really as um, <laughs> an example of a master of the deep game. Uh, we use players like Kobe Bryant often as somebody that we look to as uh, a master of the deep game. And yet there's uh, something interesting when we really think about this. And so th this talk, um, it was sparked by a question that came through our deep game forum. And I I'd like to share that question with you now before we go any further. So the question goes, Kobe and Michael Jordan were obviously both obsessed with winning. Winning would be considered an accomplishment and law number four is all about growth over accomplishment. So are Kobe and Michael really masters of the deep game if they're so obsessed with accomplishment? Now, this is a good question, right? And uh, just to clarify, law number four is the law of transformation. And the law of transformation states that the player who seeks growth advances faster than the player who seeks accomplishment. And yet, it's so common that if we look at MJ, Kobe, uh, most basketball players, right? They're constantly saying, like, I, I just play to win. All I care about is winning. Um, you know, some players will say, I want to be the best. I want to... Um, you know, like we, we've all heard those sound bites before, right? They're very, very popular and they're all to do with accomplishment. And yet we know that the player who seeks growth advances faster than the player who seeks accomplishment. And Kobe has talked about this before. You know, we, we've shared those quotes before. Um, but more specifically, we need to look at that question. Um, as he said, were Kobe and Michael really masters of the deep game if they were violating the eight laws? And the, the answer is actually really simple. The answer is no. 
Kobe and Michael Jordan were not masters of the deep game. And yes, they violated many of the eight laws all the time. And actually, in basketball, there has never been a single master of the deep game ever. Okay, ever. Not a single player in basketball history has ever mastered the deep game, at least not while they were playing. I'm not sure what happened afterwards, but we need to understand what true mastery of the deep game actually means, okay? And it means something more significant than you think. True mastery of the deep game is actually full-blown enlightenment, okay? Enlightenment, meaning the only masters of the deep game in human history have been people like Jesus, Buddha, Lao Tzu, uh, and various other enlightened masters. There have been many, but uh, relative to the human population, there have been very, very, very few, okay? Very few humans have ever reached this state of full-blown mastery of the deep game. I am still very much on my own journey. I would not consider myself a master of the deep game. I have like uh, intellectual understanding of it and I have an ability to teach it, but at the higher levels, like I'm still getting there myself. and having trained very extensively with people that I would consider masters actually like I would say three people that that genuinely have a mastery over the deep game at that level I will say that those people those individuals have been training for decades for hours per day with like olympic level dedication to that singular goal of enlightenment okay so this is going a little bit out of bounds of what we normally speak about, and yet it, it really deserves to be spoken about because when we look at players like MJ and Kobe and we consider them to be like the um, these figureheads of mastery of the deep game and everything that they do must be copied and modeled exactly, we are making an enormous mistake, okay? An enormous mistake. I know like later on in his career and post-career, Kobe had a, a pretty strong understanding of the deep game as it relates to basketball uh, and even of the mind, but at those higher levels, not even close actually. And you know, <laughs> you know how much I love Kobe, but that's just the truth, okay? That's just the truth. And so, if we really consider this, uh, just to clarify, I, I want to go back to um, something we've spoken about before and give you an example of what like mastery of the deep game would actually look like in practice. And I, I come back to that thought of the, the Vietnamese monk who is protesting the government uh, in Vietnam and Saigon. And to protest, he, this is like a highly, highly, highly trained and realized monk. And he sat in the middle of a busy intersection in Saigon, covered himself in gasoline as a part of this protest and lit himself on fire before sitting in full meditation posture without moving a muscle. He didn't twitch, he didn't move, uh, he didn't scream, he didn't yell, he didn't run away and try to like put out the flames. He sat there until he toppled over and died, okay? So <laughs> that is mastery of the deep game, complete mastery over your sensory system, over your mind and emotions and physical body, like that is mastery of the deep game, okay? And that is actually what humans are capable of, believe it or not, like humanity has so much, <laughs> the, the potential inside of us when we really understand it is actually limitless, it's limitless. And yet we live in a very limited state during our uh, everyday waking reality, right? And so this is very hard to believe, it's hard to understand. And yet what we're capable of 
goes so far beyond the stretches of our wildest imagination that it's hard to believe that people who have reached such a high level like MJ and Kobe and LeBron and so on and so forth, that they haven't actually mastered the deep game and that there's so much more that we can actually achieve. And that's not to say, like, just like MJ alluded to in that in that interview in 1993, just like he said, I mean, as far as the physical attributes, the skills and the athleticism go, we're kind of reaching a point of diminishing returns. Like we, we can definitely improve and players are very clearly improving and getting a lot better. And there is still a long way that we can go. And yet we're reaching the point of diminishing returns relative to what is possible in the deep game. And it's, <laughs> Not only are, uh, like, there's only so high human beings can, can jump. And, <laughs> you know, the average vertical jump has probably not gone up all that much in the NBA. You know, the, um, the ability to shoot the basketball has improved quite a lot. But, like, how much more can you really get? How much more can we tap our skills and our athleticism and our physical attributes uh, compared to what's possible in the mind? And the truth is the world of basketball has barely even ventured into what is possible within the realm of the mind. And so as an up-and-coming player, as hard as this is to believe and as hard as it is to wrap your mind around it, Understanding that there is just simply a completely vast uncharted territory, as MJ put it, like wide open empty space that we know nothing about. That should be really, really, really exciting. It should be really exciting. And when we look at what master level deep game practitioners have actually achieved, like we're talking Shaolin monk, uh, you know, level uh, mastery over the deep game, when we look at that, I mean, when you achieve that kind of mastery of the deep game, it's like you're bringing a bazooka to a gunfight every time. It's just so other, right? It's so other. It's so next level that it's impossible to comprehend from the level that we're currently at. So I go back to, or I think back to this conversation that I had, and I've shared this before, but a conversation that I had with a good friend of mine who has played for the Canadian national team, he's played for a number of teams professionally overseas at a very, very high level. So uh, again, very high level player, somebody that has, um, you know, made a, a serious, serious career at a basketball. And the last time I saw him, we were at a restaurant. We hadn't seen each other in a while. We were sitting side by side talking about, he was asking about uh, elite guard training and where that was going. And I, I told him about deep game and some of my, my vision for what the business was becoming and how I was focusing on the mind. And I had never spoken to this player before about anything as it relates to the mind and the deep game at all. So I didn't really know what to expect. And he looked at me and said something I will never forget. He said, the mind is the future of basketball. The mind is the future of basketball. And he said himself, he doesn't know anything about it. As high of a level as he's reached, he doesn't know anything at all about it. And yet, he said, the mind is the future of basketball. And the players and coaches that he'd worked with at the higher levels, they were actually in agreement. They were doing their best to um, start to understand bit by bit what 
the mind is actually capable of. And they all kind of came to the conclusion that they really have no idea. It's so vast and so wide open that it's actually infinite. So this just goes to say, like, again, I know this is kind of esoteric and it's sort of out of bounds from what we normally speak about. But the really important point here to get is that when you look at the highest level players in basketball, understand that as high of a level as they've, they've reached in the surface game, even in their basketball IQ, their understanding of the X's and O's of the game, they've reached these incredible levels of mastery in that regard. When it comes to the deep game, they are only scratching the surface. And as an up and coming player who's learning the deep game and practicing it, this should be very exciting for you. This should be very exciting because the truth is, and this is the part that's hardest to believe, the truth is, Every single player listening to these talks, watching these videos, and practicing the deep game genuinely has the potential to go beyond any other basketball player before us in the realm of the deep game, including Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and all of the best players of all time. Will you become a better basketball player than them? I'll never say no, but we, we all know that's a tall order, right? These are the greatest players in history. And so I'll never say no, but I won't say yes either, right? I'm not saying that you'll be as physically gifted as those players, as skilled as those players. I don't know. But in the realm of the deep game, what I do know with certainty is you can go beyond them. You can go beyond them. And you, again, I, I know this is, hard to believe, and I know this is an outlandish claim, but the seed of mastery of the deep game, full-blown mastery of the deep game is inside each and every one of you. If you have a mind, you have the ability to master the deep game. And the mastery of the deep game, once you finally attain it, what that feels like, how you... <laughs> how you live in reality, how you experience reality, how you do everything that you do in your life. To say that it's transformed is such a wild understatement that it doesn't even begin to describe, you know, like it, it doesn't even come close to describing what you actually experience on a daily basis. It is so far beyond anything uh, any stretch of the wildest imagination that um, it can't even be put into words. Actually, it's beyond words. And so this talk is sort of a call to arms of like what is really truly possible in this practice of the deep game and what all of us are actually capable of. And um, I've touched some of those states and experienced them in, in for various stretches of time. I don't live in those states by any means. And like, they are just so far beyond your wildest imagination that this is, uh, again, a call to arms and to say, like, you are capable of this. You are capable of going beyond any basketball player before you. And in order to do that, we need to stop looking so intently at every single thing these professional players are saying and taking them as gospel. They are not... Uh, they are not masters of the deep game and a deeper understanding than they have achieved is possible. So again, I know this is super hard to understand, but you are capable of this. You are truly capable of this. And um, as, as esoteric and abstract as some of these concepts are, 
All that's left to do is continue practicing the deep game in a really genuine way. And if you continue practicing the deep game in a genuine way, things will open up for you that are beyond your wildest imagination. And that is my my one prayer for you, that you realize that, <laughs> again, I've said this before, but the potential is truly limitless. And my, my one goal is to just do any, play any small part in helping you to realize that limitless potential inside of yourself. So I hope that this has planted a seed in, in some regard. I know <clears throat> a lot of this, again, is going to be hard to understand. It is beyond logical understanding by its very nature. But if the seed is planted, then I've done my job today. And uh, I hope this helped you out in some small way. So once again, I will see you in the next one. Hey, it's Coach Taylor. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. And if you did, the best thing to do right now while it's fresh in your mind is go to deepgame.com or click the link in the description and it'll take you to our free Deep Game Masterclass where you'll actually learn the entire Deep Game of basketball with all eight laws and all of the fundamentals that you need to know as a high-level basketball player. We've had players call this the best hour of basketball learning of their lives and it's completely free. So go to deepgame.com right now or just click the link in the description and I I can't wait to see you there.